Welcome, jurors, to Dueling Advocates, where each side of the day's case is argued by a randomly selected advocate. Listen as your favorite advocate either valiantly defends your opinion or makes a mockery of your deepest held beliefs. Will you hold steadfast to your positions or be swayed by the opposing advocate's arguments? Today's case will evaluate the effects of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer and questioning, intersex, asexual, plus more community on society. Whew, I'm out of breath after recording that intro. Good job, though, actually taking the time to learn all the actual acronyms and what they mean. But if we're talking about the impact that it's had on society, I mean, as a whole, I don't feel like society has gotten any worse for me. And from the looks of it, it's gotten better for them. So I think overall, it's, it's having a positive impact on society. I mean, sure. That's how a slow boil works. You don't really notice it right away. But eventually, you wake up and everything has changed. They're already making inroads into laws to control your speech. Continue. Sure. They're, they're demanding that people refer to them as their chosen pronouns, which most of those are new words to the English language and that you should know what they are even ahead of time before you speak to them in the first place. Now, that said, uh, can't you just ask them their name and call them by that? You can do that, but there is a law in place that if they want you to refer to them as whatever pronoun, you have to do it. In the U.S.? Uh, these, these are just being implemented everywhere. So whether or not they pass, we don't know, but th this is what they're asking for. So... I mean, it sounds to me like what's happening there, and if we jump to the root of the issue, it's that people are misgendering them. So ultimately, it's me calling you a she every time that I see you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want that to happen, so they're trying to fight that through to the law. But ultimately, I mean, I don't see the problem just calling them by their name now i'm not saying we should go down the legal side but but, that, but that's that's the issue that i'm arguing you see if if you want to be polite to this person and refer to them however they want to be referred to you can do it but they're demanding that is it's written into the law and you are forced to participate with their delusion now i I don't want to jump on the entire delusion aspect of it. I'll leave that one alone. Oh, but that comes into play with society as well. They're having effects on children. Oh, go on. Sure. The, the more that, uh, that their narrative gets uh, portrayed in the public, the more people are, are influencing their child's development as opposed to just letting the child be a child and learning English, math, and things like that, and social skills uh, in school. They're imposing on them a, a gender, which, which is not the, their biological one that they will eventually grow into. They're, they're saying like, oh, Billy said for half a second that the dress on TV looked interesting, so we're just going to go ahead and buy him dresses and tell him to wear dresses and things like that. That's, that's not the proper way to develop a child. Well, actually, I mean, if you look on it more direct right when we talk about school and children i mean they did teach genders at school right boys girls when i was growing up that was that was definitely taught so if they're saying right now society is at a place where it seems that there are more genders and they're studying this 
and there is such a thing as transsexual, there is such a thing as hermaphrodite having both organs, etc. And they want that to be taught in schools. If it is something that is happening in society, then I don't see the problem with teaching it. Ah, but there is also such a thing as child development, and interfering with it has disastrous effects when they become an adult. You shouldn't tell the kid that they are something that they are clearly not when they're four years old and start giving them medications and, and attitude adjustments and, and attire when they haven't developed into what they were going to become. Well, I mean, fair enough on the terms of, let's say, giving them medication, right? I'm not a big proponent of handing medication to anyone unless you can 100% confirm that. And as far as a child's concerned, that's even different because they haven't fully developed. But that said, if a kid says he likes a dress, what's wrong with making him use a dress? Just being completely neutral. Let the child develop. As you said, let a child develop how a child wants to develop. You can play the neutral aspect. That's fine. But that, that has its own issues. You don't want your child uh, getting weird complexes when they go to school and they're, they're teased or looked at strangely or they're the only one wearing a dress. It, it, it makes no sense. Let them develop at, in their natural state, which in this case we're discussing a four-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. And then as they get older, when they're of the age of consent and the ability to make legal decisions, then they can do whatever they want. That said, what is their natural state? If that four-year-old boy, boy likes the dress... That's the state. If he likes the dress, then that is what it is. What's wrong with him liking a dress? Because you don't send a kid who likes Ninja Turtles to school dressed up as a Ninja Turtle all the time. So just because he likes dresses doesn't mean that that's the, the right attire to send him to school with. Why is the problem here not that someone's teasing him for liking a dress as opposed to the fact that he likes the dress? They're both issues, but one is, is the priority here. You, you wouldn't expect your kid to go to school every day dressed up as a Ninja Turtle and not get teased. What's wrong with my kid wanting to go to school dress up as a Ninja Turtle? Simple. That you, you don't send a child dressed up in a costume every day to go to school what to develop social skills that they'll need in the future. What happens if my kid goes to school dressed up as Ninja Turtle and everyone loves it? Now my kid has all these friends and he's developed confidence, etc. and the freedom of expression. That's actually a positive thing. That's fine. He's also going to develop the knowledge of what happens after 15 minutes of fame wears off. But you're trying to give him a sense of community and society when they go to school so that when they enter the, the workforce or the general populace, they don't feel awkward and separated from everybody else. And the thing, I guess, is where I'm going with this is if we go over to places where there were kilts on another place that may look like a skirt, but we got men wearing it mm -hmm. and it's not a problem. So is it, where does it stop being just our mindset? As opposed, it's us imposing things on the children at that point. It's very what? simple. If, if they want to wear a kilt, they can wear a kilt and still conform to society in the society that wears kilts. But if they're being raised in a society where boys wear pants, then the kilt is the same thing as wearing a dress. Then maybe we need to be a better society that allows boys to wear whatever they want to wear, allow people to just be themselves 
judgment-free. Well, no society allows people to be themselves without any restraint. And our society is perfectly fine in the sense that if you do want to wear a kilt, once you're 18, you can wear a kilt. You can even wear a kilt before 18 at private functions or, or in your private life. But when you're going to school, school has a purpose. You are there to learn to conform to society so that you can survive as an adult. And that was old society. And right now, I mean, I've seen all these GQ and everything where we've got big name celebrities wearing full dresses now and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, sure. as a society, maybe it is a direction that we need to evolve into. Sure, it's old society. The society that developed science and built huge buildings and societies and, and saved everybody from plagues. But, but yeah, you know, if, if you want to keep tripping away at, at that uh, old society, you, you can. Maybe we're building on the society and making it better. It's Maybe we're like, trying to it's more like they're building everyone. it down. No, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think this movement is building it down. I think this movement is just highlighting the left behinds. If this movement is so good, why does it have to infringe upon my rights by forcing me to say certain things to them? Uh, are they that fragile that they can't handle some, some rude comments or, or accidental pronouns? Well, from what I'm hearing or from what I'm seeing, there is a few minority, a fringe minority in every group that tries to go radical with things and take it to an, to an angle. But the fact is, as a whole, it's become more positive. Like, I wasn't aware of most of these plights until they tried to do this. And then all of a sudden, it's now on the news. And it's like, what, what's the big deal? Why are people bullying them and constantly trying, deliberately using the wrong pronoun? And Yeah, and but they're not immune from people being rude to them. People call me names that I am definitely not. In fact, I am willing to bet that a lot of the trans listeners to this podcast are calling me names right now that I do not adhere to. But you are allowed to be offensive and you are forced to take offense. You are not legally allowed to, to never be offended by anybody. Yeah, but I think ultimately their attempt, even if it gets struck down in the courts, which, which sure, it should. As far as freedom of speech goes, I'm not for impeding or putting any limits on freedom of speech, right? That's, that's the end of society if we start restricting speech. That's good. It's bad to infringe, and, and we don't want them to be transfringent. But, but, that, but that said, from that angle, it's overall a positive thing. It's, it's allowed community as a whole to really stop and think about this. You weren't thinking about this before all of these agendas came up. It didn't even, these people were going through a hard time and because we weren't doing it and we weren't the perpetrators of these violence, we didn't even think about it. It's kind of like an out of sight, out of mind. But now we know it's happening and sure we want it to be better and we want to be more mindful of this. And that's all it is. So is it causing us to now question ourselves and our way of life? Absolutely. And I am definitely not questioning myself. Everybody goes through a hard time. That doesn't make them special. Just because... The issues that keep them up at night are slightly different from the issues that keep someone else up at night. Doesn't make them special and that they deserve to go out on, on TV and be called brave and, and get laws written around them. No. They, and you mentioned the fringe minority, they are in and of itself a fringe minority. Because what they advocate is, is considered very, very different from, from normal society. And if they want to act that way, 
Guess what? Lucky them. They live in Western society and they are free to act that way. But they are not free to impose their will upon the rest of us. And that's fine, but they're letting you, you say know that's fine, their but way they, of life. But they are trying to impose their will. They're trying to make their way of life known. Through force and destroying Some our way of life. are trying through force. I can show you democratic candidates right now trying all sorts of things through force. I can show you communists trying all sorts of things through force. I can and show those you... those are all wrong. Yes. And that's why I'm saying what they're and, doing is wrong. And to some people it's right, some people it's wrong. However, looking on it from a mindset, thinking about it, looking on it from both sides and saying, hey, we're not going to make it law. But we're going to accept that seeing the growing number of transsexuals that there are, that maybe something's going on here. Maybe the way we were doing things in the past aren't correct and we're going to do an analysis on it. We're going to do, we're, we're going to get science involved and look into this because maybe there's more to it than it was, than we thought before. Oh, now you want to bring science into it. When they were creating all of the, the new genders and everything like that, where, where there's no science backing it, we don't need science. Well, but you now know, you want to bring science into it. You know what? It. This is what science is. You come with an idea and then after you have the idea, then you start testing because ultimately... I haven't seen any real analysis, any real in-depth research done on this yet. And you said the, the community is growing and we're finding all of these, these new people who fall into that, those categories. Well, where are they coming from? Could it be the fact that most of the population is on mind-altering drugs, pharmaceuticals intended to keep depression away? Nobody, or, nobody wants to face their true problems. Or maybe... They were just in hiding this whole time for the longest while. We could say the same thing. It's the LGBT for the longest while. We've had gay men that were married to women having kids and they were miserable, right? And if we look at it from that aspect, it's the same thing. You having to hide yourself because of a community. They weren't miserable. They wanted children, so they lied and they, they had the no, kids. No, they had to... They, they had to conform to society even at their unhappiness. But to which conform is, to society didn't mean you had to have kids. They wanted the kids well, some, and they uh, chose to lie Let's to do choose that. the one that didn't have the kids then. That Fine. Just because they were in a church community mm -hmm. and they didn't want all their friends and family to disown them, they had to say they were straight. But that's not the society that we live in. So why are they still trying to impose so, themselves upon us? Exactly. They so want an upper case, hand now. They don't want equal no, treatment anymore. So in that case, you see how them coming out, this community coming out now has led to them being way more equal. So it is having a more way positive Way more effect. equal. Yeah, they have superiority now no, because you have to tiptoe around we've them. We've become a lot more accepting than we were before. What do you I mean, mean a lot more? We are fully accepting. No one is persecuting and, them. They can do whatever they want. it's this community that led to them getting there because if we forget that before, we weren't accepting And I'm arguing that all. they have gone too far and they have put us on a, a, a path that, that is accelerating every day. It's a hyper-transit system. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, the agenda of theirs is just to make sure you're aware that they're there and you're aware of the violence How can being you not be aware? Them. They advertise it everywhere. And you're aware of the violence that's being done to them. Just There's no violence being done. There's absolutely violence being done. What violence? I mean, if you're not... Just watch the news. You'll see it. You'll see it. And, I mean... Because in the last this, 10 years, the only violence that I've seen is from trans people attacking regular people. You have the, the man, woman, whatever with the axe... 
just hacking away at people in the convenience store. You you have the uh, the the other one that they refer to as Macho Man Tranny Savage going just ballistic on a poor clerk inside of a store because he he was so scared he didn't know what to say he she and the person just kept getting more and more irate and threatening. Well, what so what two, violence towards the so community two, is there? So two examples make versus what? your zero. Yeah, makes no. Makes I mean, me we've aware. got we've got. Any YouTuber, podcaster, what are you doing when you look on someone and says, no, you're not a real person. No, you're not a real woman. No, you're, what, what is this? I mean, nobody they, says you're not a real person except people in that community because they call themselves, you know, some sort of a mythical creature or something like that. So they sometimes refer to themselves as not a person, but we never call them not a person. We might say that they are not what they are claiming to be in the sense that, if, if they are clearly a man and they're, they're advertising to be a woman, we will say, no, you're not a woman, you're a man. That's what we'll do. But we don't say, no, you're not a person because we are not the delusional ones. We can see that they are a person. So you're saying that even though they fully believe they're a woman, they're not. So you're denying their very existence. Well, you have to clarify that, right? So if you show me a real woman, a biological woman, and she believes that she's a woman, then yes, I of course also believe that she is a woman. But if you show me a man who is six foot two, built like a tank, still sounds like a man, more manly than I sound, with facial hair and everything, and, and a birth certificate to match, but he is saying, I'm a woman, I'm going to say very politely to this large, uh, intimidating man, maybe you might want to reconsider your position. You see, and that right there could also be the problem because why not as a society just say, okay, have fun. Okay, think that. Just allow them to think however they want to think. We do do that. Exactly. But the so only time we have made a better society because of it, because in the past we but this weren't is, doing that. This is what I'm saying. We've had this better society for a long time now. He or she is okay to believe whatever they want. I, however, do not have to believe what they believe. So you're saying that society last year five years ago, wasn't saying you're such a fag to, to guys or gay people that did exhibited any queer symptoms as a society who were still doing that. We but can still but, get better. But again, that's okay. You are allowed to be offensive to other people. They can call me all sorts of names that, that go with my gender or race or whatever when I cut them off in traffic. If you want to upset someone, you're allowed to call them bad names and words and, and not be threatened by legal action. Yeah. That's just the way the, the world The works. difference is you shouldn't have to suffer through that. You shouldn't have to suffer through that. They shouldn't no, have to suffer should, through that. you should because the moment you try to outlaw being offended, well, no you outlaw saying, freedom of no speech. No one's saying outlaw. It's no one here is saying pass laws. It's bringing the actual hurt that they feel when you say it to the forefront and then having the community or the society as a whole say, all right, maybe we need to chill with that. That has actually Chill with gone what? down. They cut you off in line. They cut you off in traffic. Yeah. They spit on your shoe or something. Yeah. And and you 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 instantly identify them as as whatever they they identify themselves as, and you hit them where it hurts, and you pick names that that would hurt their feelings because you are trying to teach them that it was wrong to do whatever they did. To so you. you're saying, when someone cuts you off in traffic, the correct 
thing to do is to call them a name that's going to hurt them. So to escalate a situation in society it doesn't matter is the correct way to go. Correct. I'm saying it is a natural response, and it is not a response that needs to be legislated against. Yeah. Um, again, we're out of legislation. We're talking about just as a society as a whole. Them bringing this to the forefront is just creating a no, better they don't, society. They don't need to bring it to the you forefront because it's very simple. You're just asking, can't people just be polite? And yes. I'm telling you that a very small percentage of people can be polite. Most people are rude. That's and, just the nature And of you know what? At the end of the day, I've found that most people, even though it's not illegal, it hasn't been regulated, most people are no longer going with, God, you're such a fag anymore. That doesn't happen as much as it used to. So as a society, we're getting better. And we didn't have to put anything on the books to do it. All we had to do was bring the the pain that they feel to the forefront and people will sit back and be humans and be like, you know what? Whatever. I mean, some will go, whatever. If it means that much to them, fine. That's all well and good if they do it without forcing me to conform to it. However, there was some force behind the change that, that you mentioned there. And that is when people use those words, they lose their jobs, they lose their careers, they can't work, especially in Hollywood. So there are consequences to it. It's not just like, oh, you called me a name. All right, I'm going to call you a name and we go on with our lives. No, now it's bring out the pitchforks and torches and destroy this person's life. Well, hold on. There, we're, we're now throwing one thing into another because ultimately if we're talking about losing jobs and losing everything for doing it, that's a completely different demon. Ultimately, you can, get, you can lose your job for doing anything. You're not entitled to your job. We're in a, we're in a state where there's no union. It's a right-to-work state. I can kick you out for doing anything that I find offensive. That's fine. Not illegal. So, yeah, if someone got fired because there was social societal pressure on them for it, mm -hmm. then, okay, I'm that's okay. how it works. I'm okay when you are fired from the job when the job alone determines that they would be better off without you. I am not okay when a random mob comes in and forces the hand of the company to destroy your life. Well, how did they force it? If the random mob started, let's say, a marketing campaign and got a million people to stop buying your product, as a business, you're in the business of making money. If they, through their connections, found a way to influence your bottom line and then the company decides, hey, we've got to part ways, that's business. I understand but that's usually not the way they, they go about it. They usually go about threatening with legal action and suing and doing things that are totally disproportionate to what was done to them. I, I don't think so. I think if we look back on all the other situations where this has happened, the company usually takes action on the fear that anything might happen, if we're being real honest. It's like it or not, the minute they even have a hint that it could cost them a dollar, they're like, ah, oh, peace out. Yes, and, and where do you think they develop this, this uh, habit from? It's because these communities keep going after people who say things in their own private lives and they take overly uh, offensive um, uh, hurt to it and then they, they, they create these mobs and they destroy people's lives over something that happened privately. Yeah, now that, and I think that's definitely another topic worth talking on because at the end of the day, I don't think that's specific to, the, to this community. I think that's specific to our society as a whole. It's we're now at the point fine. where specific to this community. That's fine. This community is eating itself alive because they are vying for control over their own community. 
the, the original parts of this community were lesbians and gays. And they are seeing themselves lose control over their community and power to all the new groups that have been added to it. Because, I don't know if you noticed me struggling at the beginning of this uh, podcast saying the intro, but there are a lot more groups being added to it. And, and the, the lesbians are, are now saying, like, well, where have all of our rights and privileges gone? Because now when things were, were done to make room for women in the workplace or wherever, now they're making room for men who say that they're women and, and they're eating each other alive. They can't even agree on what they believe. Well, here's the thing. It's no matter how many acronyms or how many letters they add to it, whatever. At the end of the day, at the core, it's just human rights is how I look at it. It's another way. It's another human rights organization. Well... I just want to interject here because I don't want you to upset a portion of the plus section of this community. There are some that identify as things other than human. So, you know, go ahead. You can continue now. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that. So, I see it all under the umbrella of human rights. And plus, we'll put a plus at the end okay. of human rights. That's fine. That's, that's I'll, I'll right here. And if we boil this all down to what, what it really started as or where it came from, Right, it was honestly just people wanting to be treated equally in the workplace, in society, just wanted to have their own beliefs, right? So if you're telling me that a lesbian is not wondering where all their rights have gone, what does that even mean? Where did the rights go? What kind of rights? Why is it that they had rights that can somehow be taken by another one of these acronyms? That, that doesn't make sense to me. Sure, I, I will happily explain this to you. It's not so much that the rights were taken away from them, it's that they've been diluted because you've added more people to the pool that gain these rights that, at least to, to these women, are not women. So you had them uh, create their own sports. You have the women's version of everything, basketball, tennis, all that stuff, wrestling. You have uh, laws that, that say that a certain number of women have to be hired for, for certain types of jobs and things like that. And now these uh, requirements from these laws are able to be satisfied with what at least these women would consider men, despite the men claiming that they're women and, and the law now having to recognize them as women. So whereas maybe two women would need to be hired for this position, you now might just have all men because the, the two women are, are the ones claiming, are, are men claiming to be women, and, and they were hired for the position, as opposed to, to lesbians or biological women. Yeah, so is this a problem against any specific acronym in this group, any specific one of these individuals? I mean, at the end of the day, if you have a system in place that says you can only hire, you have to hire at least 10% females. Right, and now transsexuals are coming in, trans women, and they're filling the jobs. I mean, the question needs to be asked why do we even have a subset carved out for lesbians in the first place? Isn't a well, job just supposed to be it, can you do the job or not? Ah, well, it was carved out for women, not necessarily lesbians. But yes, of course, I, I believe that, that it's it's merit-based. If you can do the job and the company wants to hire you, because the company should be able to make their own decisions. If it's a private company, they can do whatever they want, and then they hire you. But these laws exist, 
That's what I'm claiming that, that they're arguing over because they felt that, that they had made headway in their advancement by getting these laws in place, and now they feel that they're losing the, the foothold because of men entering into their, their space. And that's, I guess that just paints another problem. The thing itself is that when there is a group that is oppressed, for whatever reason, whether whenever there's someone that's silenced by society, whether it's natural or however it happens, we're not gonna we're gonna assume non malicious intent here, right? And then now we're having to correct for that. We saw the society as a whole where you had companies that where people may go that they'd never hire a woman, and you're seeing that slowly go away right now, right? At that point, women were the ones that were excluded from those jobs now we're looking at a situation where yeah when those women started getting forced into the workplace the men on the other hand they felt like oh my god this is an injustice now i have this person that isn't as qualified as me getting a job and it's so unfair it and then it normalizes out after time and men then now, never felt like it was an injustice we were just happy that we could be around a larger pool of women to periodically flirt with no no you we're happy that you are around. What do you mean, me? As if I'm a man and that I would be happy when that has so that you assumed my gender? No, we've had conversations outside of here. So unless it changed at the beginning uh, of this podcast, I then okay. you are still male. Okay. Now, if it has, you know what, Alfred? I'll just call you Alfred from now. Either way, either way, to not get off topic. Sure. There is usually, once that change comes, a period of discomfort. And it's fine. But as a whole, society has gotten better. It's gotten more accepting. And more people are living in the society happily together. Like, when I go outside now, I mean, I see transsexuals, I see gays. They don't need to, they don't need to hide it anymore. As a whole, society has gotten better from this. That's movement. what I'm saying. They, they don't need to hide anything. There's, there's nothing brave about coming out in the year 2020 as anything on the LGBTQ plus list. So the problem is already solved. There is no need to grant them special privileges and make them above everybody else because now they can force what, what you say or don't say. No, and that's that I can agree with. If, there, if you're saying that there isn't any form of oppression going. But if you have to accept that in the event that there are, that we do need to take action. And that in this case, for example, the one that you said, which I think is a close one, which I have mixed feelings about, honestly, when if a 16 year old says he, she, whatever pronoun does not identify as that pronoun, should, should we just ignore them? Should we say, hey, you're a boy, cut it out. Should we be more accepting towards them and say, hey, you know what? Try it out, see if you like it, and if not, then it is what it is. That's, that's very easy to answer. It's a 16-year-old. So at that point, you as a parent can have some influence over your child, but you, you're not going to give them medication or anything permanent before they can make up their own mind as to what they are or aren't. Now, when you're talking about a 16-year-old boy on its way to school, then no, you dress like a boy, you go there, you learn social interactions and whatever. On your own private time, if you want to experiment with a dress or something like that, 
That that's whatever you want to do. But I, as the parent, am not going to uh, encourage that or anything like that. That's that's for you to discover on your own. And I'm not going to force you to stick to one thing or another. I'm just going to have you develop normally as you were until you are no longer my responsibility. So what about a parent that has no problem with her, her or his son wearing a dress? The same thing. Let the kid do what, what they want then, if, if you're okay with that. But when they go to institutions that are for learning and conforming to society, treat them as such. And on their private time, they can do whatever they want. But do not, before they have reached the age of consent, do not force them into one gender or another. Because if, if you're already injecting a, a boy or a girl at four years old with the opposite hormones and you're, you're constantly uh, encouraging and reinforcing whatever it is that they imagine they, they want it to become at four years old, you are confusing them beyond belief. And by the time they reach 18, they're not going to know up from down. Yeah. And this is where I think we can agree, and, and by that I mean you're on my side here, that, hey... No matter how you look on it, all the community actually wants is more acceptance. If the parents accept their child's belief that they should wear a dress, then and they allow their child to go to school in said dress. If the school doesn't have a school uniform policy. They don't want more acceptance, okay? They want more power. That's what these laws are for. That's what they are constantly advocating Everyone for. wants more power. That's what all laws are for. That's besides the and point. And I'm against it. That, uh, But we're talking about just whether society as a whole has benefited from it. And I think it has benefited from it. Don't get me wrong. If you ask me to vote for giving a 14-year-old a pill, the answer is no. But if you ask me to say, hey, if this 16-year-old feels like he should wear a dress or she should wear a dress. Am I going to bully them, tease them? No, I don't care. Live and let live. Well, do what you want. Then let me tell you what it is that they're trying to force you to do. They're trying to force you to say what they want you to say. They want you to learn new words. They want you to use those words. And they want you to make damn sure that you know ahead of time what word you're supposed to use. Yes, and the word I'll use for each one of them is their name. I am allowed to call someone by their name. I, I, I guess but that this is why society... to refer to them as something else. This is why society as a whole... I mean, I think maybe what we need to do is just get rid of pronouns then. Why not? I mean, what is, what is, the, what is the whole point of this Again, at the end of the day? You're making a wide societal change for less than 1% of the population. Listen. That's not how... It, the world can work. You have to make things general. You've had kings make whole religious creations mm -hmm. just to divorce one woman. That is yeah. not even white societal. That's less than a percent of a percent of a percent. And that's to the detriment of the overall society, which is why we don't do stuff like that anymore. Hey, there is no... The ability to make a change for a subset of the community, it, it doesn't matter. Like, if you genuinely think that the change will benefit society, it's worth doing. It's that's, worth talking That's why about. I don't want to do it, because I don't think it benefits society. I think it hurts society. And that's your opinion. For others, they might see it otherwise. Personally, I don't think it hurts society at all. I don't agree with handing them pills. So if, they, if someone came to me and said, hey... 
you should sign to have this law that we're going to force 14-year-olds to take pills. I wouldn't sign it. But the community as a whole... But they're going to force 14-year-olds to memorize new words and use them at gunpoint. I don't think that's also a law. I'd, I'd vote against that law. And I think if you go through the entire LGBTQI plus and A community, I think they will also... You'll find that a, a large group of them don't agree with that. I don't think as a whole, that community as a whole is saying, hey, illegalize this. No. Well, that's what they're doing. And no. that's what I'm here arguing against. No, it's, it's not correct. You may have one or two loud voices saying something. Even the situation in Canada. I mean, there were only a few people that actually got up on that soapbox and screamed about that. Fine. But... In general, I don't believe that they're being oppressed. I don't believe that they need any extra legislation or rights. I, I don't believe that... that I believe that you aren't oppressing them. I believe that they... I don't think in the case there's any evidence that we need any legislation changes currently to fix a problem. Otherwise, I'd have to see that problem. So Listen, we can agree on that. They're not being oppressed. They probably feel oppressed the same way that they feel like they're the opposite gender. Okay? It's a delusion. It's not happening. Nobody's oppressing them. What I am saying right now, the words that are coming out of my mouth, although they may be slightly offensive, they are not oppressive. They can still do whatever they want. At the end of the day, I will still shake their hand and buy some food product from them if they work at a restaurant or anything like that. And, and they can go about living their life however they want. And all they're saying is if the, if the entire world was like you, I don't think they'd be having this discussion. No, they would hate that the whole world was like me no. because I refuse to call them by whatever made-up name but they But would want. you call them by their name? Yeah, because a name is already fake to begin e with. It's e whatever. Exactly. And that's that's all there is to it. It's that, honestly, if you see the reason that they were actually making a big deal out of it, it was they were telling people how they'd like to be called. It's not that they were forcing people to remember Fine. it. Fine. They were telling people that they were forcefully not doing it. Yes, but I'm arguing that they are trying to force us to call them certain names. And you're saying that, that it's not that. It's just, in general, they, they want people to be more polite or something like that. Exactly. But in any case, nobody's being rude to them in general. They're being rude the same way everybody's rude to everybody else. When you're, when you're waiting in line, when you splash water on someone, that's just how the world is. I say that they need to get thicker skins and stop being little babies and, and stop trying to force their way on everybody else, okay? If you're a man, be a man. Hey, and you know what? A man always pushes to get his way, so I think we're okay with it the way it is then. There's no reason to stop trying to get your way. You're always trying to get your way. We're here, we're here advocating on the other sides. We're both trying to get our ways. That's actually what it means to be a man. Well, I'm pretty sure I got my way because I totally won this argument. No, not even close. At the end of the day, the LGBT community has led to this society, so there, there can be a detriment to it. This society is better than it's ever been before, and they played a part in it. No, they didn't lead to this society. This society was created long before them. They helped build this society like every single yes, person. while acting them. as a regular member of society. No. Before no. anybody knew what they were. Yes, and they're still regular members of society. Uh, until they try to force their laws upon me. And at that point, they'll still be regular members of society. Like everybody else in society trying to force their will upon someone else. Enjoy the last word on this one. 
I'll call you the winner's work. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf, or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?